Welcome listeners and viewers normally, but no YouTube because Jim's not here. This is the All You Can Geek podcast episode number 440, the movie cast, where you wait and you wait and you wait. Um, <laughs> so with me today is Tony Korkanakis. Yo. And Mike Sanidi. What's up? What's up, guys? I, um... I mean, I spent a long time waiting and trying to do stuff today, but we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. First, let's just get this box office out of the way because it really what Matt like what, does it even matter right now? <laughs> like, there's so many things going on right now that uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into in a second. So, number one at the box office was a Disney movie live action adapt adaptation of a cartoon classic, Dumbo, at uh, forty basically forty six million dollars. Uh, well, that's well, cool, that's I guess. Not so, I mean, I think what did they were what they were looking at like seventy something at first, and then it's like, yeah, not, not quite. That. Yeah. And it's funny. It's really it's more like one of Dumbo. His, one of Tim Burton's most high, uh, highest grossing opening weekends as well. It's mm-hmm. just so weird looking. Yeah, yeah, it's it's got all the Burton players in it. Yeah, I just think this is one of the things. There's like. How, like, making a CGI elephant that's cuter than a real elephant is, like, I don't know, probably too complex. Because, I mean, you just look at it and you're just like, uh, there's something wrong. It's like that uncanny valley. It's like, yeah. yeah. And the the premise of it is just, I don't know how it plays today. Like, it's just not the same, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, I just I just kind of think it's also, like, the first movie is a little too old. Mm -hmm. well it's creepy i mean it's just creepy looking Uh, i mean i remember even as a kid i didn't like dumbo that much like yeah it was creepy back then especially with like those (laughs) because like i mean it's 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 kind of heavy subject material for a kid because like really it's about like what animal abuse and and all that stuff yeah the over like the underlining like themes and things were you know if you're not just looking at the pictures there was like some dark tone in there yeah for sure but um moving on uh we had us at number two doing pretty well in the second week of release already at 127 million uh for the last couple weeks combined so well on its way to being one of the highest grossing if not the highest grossing horror film mm-hmm. and then captain america number three unplanned captain, hmm? captain marvel captain america? captain marvel at number three uh, unplanned at number four and five feet apart at number five. I mean, I got other stuff on my mind right now. You got <laughs> stuff going on here, but uh, yeah. before that, let's um, you know, let's get what what we've been up to. I know we're we're gonna talk about our favorite Marvel movies later on. Uh, just um, as a heads up, there, you know, we did our favorite characters last week, so definitely check that out if you're wondering who our top characters of. Uh, the Marvel Universe, the Marvel movie universe are, uh, and this week we're going to do the movies, but um, in the meantime, what have you been up to, Mike? Um, I watched the last 10 minutes of that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode, and then the next episode. <laughs> okay. So i yeah, I got like one or two episodes left now. Um, stuff actually, they finally dropped the uh, T-word. <laughs> <laughs> In this, so I'm like, all right, there we go. Finally, they're gonna reference that in some way here. So, Thanos? yes, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, so, T word, <laughs> T H word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so we'll see. I think see. we can, I, like, spoil that. It's been long enough, I think. Yeah. No, I appreciate I it. It just was like the T. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> it's the only word I could think of. I was like, Thanos? <laughs> yeah. It's funny because you are watching everything that's going on. It's just like, I, for, I, I forgot, again, that they were part of the same universe until that point. I'm just like, oh, yeah, that, that would sort of, you know, make all of this kind of irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll see how they they wrap it up and set it up. I I'm guessing, however they do, it's partially because of it explains why this gap is so big between seasons because they got to get this whole thing out of the way first yeah. in order to continue anything else logically. So has to wait till this movie comes out, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's all I've been watching. So it's cool. my little bit of something. Tony, have you uh, got to check anything out this week? Nope, I have been busy. Uh, I was at PAX East in Boston, uh, so I'll be talking about that uh, and perhaps some more uh, on the Gamecast, so Mm -hmm. if you're interested in that, uh, tune into that. Cool. Yeah, no, um, for me, it's just mostly been like YouTube videos and things (laughs) uh, in relation to a specific game that we'll talk about in the Gamecast. That was announced. So, um, yeah, let's uh, get into the news. I mean, let's just start it off with the most, like, uh, it was good an adventure today. Adventure Endgame tickets went on sale a little before 8 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time. And it was a shit show. It was, like, AMC didn't even know what was happening to them. Like, they were all sleeping on the job. And their site went down or was lagging it was just not working for a bunch of people uh, there are a lot of people having problems and eventually it just it just was down for like a good five hours in a row like you couldn't even get it to anything at all uh nope. tony you mentioned it first that you were saying tickets were on sale how was your experience mine was great um shout out to reset era because i was in the thread that's how i even knew about it today i was driving somebody because <laughs> <I was like laughs> somebody had started a thread they're like oh there's like a 99.9 percent chance Endgame tits are going on sale tomorrow. The speculation is going to be 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. And then thankfully, I was fortunate enough that uh, work was slow at like 7, whatever it was. And I was just on a thread. And somebody's like, oh, my God, if you go to the – if you go through this Google search like result thing, you, you can get the tickets right now. So I was like, oh, shit. So I clicked it, and I did it. I didn't believe it at first right. because it brought me directly to like my theater, directly to like the first show, and, and there was not a single seat taken. I had my pick of the litter. Oh, and wow. I was like, wait, what? And I was like, and you know, because I have the A+, AMC A+, A+ I picked it uh, out for me and my one friend, A-list, and I was I like, think. checked out. Yep, A-list. And I checked out, uh, made sure you know I got credit for the one, mm-hmm. and it's like, alright, you're, you're good to go. And I didn't believe it. I was still super skeptical. They're like, we sent you an email receipt. I went to check my email, no email receipt, so I started taking pictures of like the conf- confirmation code, all this other thing. I like logged out, logged back in. They're like, "Yep, you're still good." And I was just like, I didn't believe. It. I was like, so just like paranoid. I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of good." And I like instantly w- went and opened uh, Fandango just to, like just in case to like get a, an extra set of tickets mm-hmm. or something because I was like, I I can't miss this. And then that's when you know I put in the channel. I was like, "Oh, guys, it's up." And then you guys were like, oh, my God, the site's down. And I was like, oh, no. It's <laughs> like it was literally five minutes or so. I was like, yeah, no, I mean, well, I this. saw it. And I was like, oh, I'm driving. Because I, I, I heard that, too. Yes, um, on um, Monday, I heard my coworker because he's been, like, asking me. He's like, oh, when the tickets go on, so I'll check, I'm checking every day. And he's like, oh, I saw, like, a thread on Reddit that there was um, – that their tickets were going to go on sale tomorrow. And this was on Monday. 
And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, like, when do you think they'll be? I was like, uh, he's like, they didn't say really, but probably in the morning. So I was like, okay, I'll keep an eye out for it. And then you said that too. He's like, oh, it's definitely happening. Now we just got to make sure. And then you t- you messaged that. And I didn't, I was driving at the time. I don't get into my um, office until eight o'clock in the morning. So I got in, ran in, like was trying to get my computer up and running. And it's like, oh no, <laughs> get everything going, please. And yeah, by the time I was in, uh, the site was just lagging like crazy. Just trying to sign in. It kept erroring out. It was um, giving us all different types. I was getting crazy errors. Like it would just go into like de- developer mode and like it'd show me all the code. I was like, what is happening right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had that open. I had my app open cause the app was already pre-signed in, but it was just loading constantly, just loading, loading, loading. All I saw was loading. Uh, my, but my coworker was doing it as well. Um, and so like it was, oh shit show. It was a total shit show. And we had like Fandango open. We had Adam, uh, tickets open. I had movie tickets open. Uh, I had like four different sites going <laughs> at, a, at like five different tabs and my phone at the same time. Meanwhile, I'm Damn. ignoring my work as well. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, I, I do need to do something here. Um, but yeah, it, I was in line for Fandango. It said like 15 minutes at first. But this was at like, um, so I didn't get into Fandango's line until like around 8.30 after like I realized this was not happening like easily. And uh, I said 15 minutes, and then I checked back, and it said 20 minutes, and I checked back at 25 minutes. I'm like, wait, why is this time going up? Yeah. Uh, and then eventually it said your wait is over an hour. I'm like, what is happening? Uh, so it's just because like they couldn't connect to the AMC servers, I suppose. And then at around 10:30, um, I was like, this that this is this is not happening. Like the theater is 20 minutes away. I'm just gonna. I, I have someone here who can just go. I'm like, take your lunch and go get some movie tickets because uh, we can't get this online. So he actually went to the theater physically to buy the tickets, and he said there was already a line when he was there, and there was like a massive line starting behind him when he was leaving. Uh, Holy crap! At the theater because people just couldn't get it online. They just couldn't do it, and um, by the time they finally fixed it, like I was like around three thirty in the afternoon when I, I checked back and I was actually able to like do things on the site. And this is not like let alone buy any other movie tickets. Like you couldn't do anything. So um, yeah, it was. And then when I checked, I was like, oh yeah, well all the all the shows that I wanted to go see were sold out. Luckily, I did get to get uh, Thursday six o'clock showing. So um, it's gonna be a little bit close but with like the dolby seats you can kind of like recline back i don't think it's gonna be that big of a problem okay so uh i definitely didn't want to like it's a three-hour movie i didn't want to start a show at 10 30 and like be at be back home by two o'clock or something but yeah they have like two o'clock showings i mean you could just go to the movies at two o'clock and by the time you're done there you go right to work i suppose <laughs> if you're not if you didn't take the day off yeah. but like I know Jim had a crazy experience too. He was buying tickets for, and unfortunately he's not here to talk about this, but he was buying tickets for a whole bunch of his family and friends. And uh, it just was a shit show for him. And he was yeah. you know, pretty upset about it as well. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I was trying to buy 10 tickets. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Good luck buying like two tickets or one ticket. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> uh, just, um, yeah, Mike, I know you didn't, haven't even looked yet. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's not honestly it's not that important to me to see it 
like and like go through all this stress to see it right away if it if i have to wait till the next weekend that's fine i don't care i don't know man <laughs> like this you, this one you want to see like the first week you know i just i don't care that much and i have yeah. another event going on that like yeah, the week before saying, that like, other stuff is going on in your life and things but i'm just saying is this is like this is 10 years worth of like, like accumulation of story and everything this is like the end of the infinity saga i mean that's what they're calling this right so yeah. it's the biggest event of like in movies I, I can't even remember an event bigger than this right now other than maybe star wars the force awakens yeah I, I mean honestly i don't i don't even know what could possibly even come close to this um mm-hmm. i mean i remember force awakens just you know from a couple of years ago was, was a huge event but like this this is just insanity. I mean, yeah. Because um, I think you know, uh, Star Wars, you know, has a wide audience and everything like that. But like, I think it's just the Marvel cracked the code and, and got into an even broader, uh, wider audience of just demographics. Um, you know, with minorities and uh, you know, and women now with uh, Captain Marvel and stuff like that, uh, where even casual moviegoers are like, oh yeah, I really like Marvel movies and stuff like that. Whereas like. It seems the Star Wars, you're like, yeah, you're for it, or like, no, no, never watching any of those ever. And it's like, okay. But um, I don't even know what could ever come close to this again. Like, even even the next eventual Avengers movie, I, I, I can't see coming this close to, like, just the hype and oh, yeah. uh, momentum that uh, Endgame has. No, it's, um, yeah, it's, this is like a crazy event. And, and Jim was saying 300 million for a weekend last week, and it totally seems possible. With the way that uh, you know today yeah. went, and the fact that they they are scrambling, they're like adding shows as we speak to yep. different theaters. It's just like people want to see it no matter what time it is. It's like yep. it's two o'clock in the morning, you know, whatever. Fine, let's do this. Six, yeah, six uh, I just went on AMC <laughs> just to check my local theater, and there's like I think an eleven o'clock show that still has some seats left. Yeah, like Thursday night, eleven o'clock. I'm like, Jesus, you're not getting out of that theater until two something. Dude, I yeah, mean, this shows at like... two a.m. Like, yeah, I know it's insanity. And they have people like with tickets, like that bought tickets to that. Like at three thirty when I was checking, yeah, the two o'clock show was half full. Yeah. So um... uh, in that uh, reset era thread, there were people saying that like, oh, I work at a movie theater, and like just the way it's running like the last theater the last showing on thursday night will run almost until like they have to do their pre-opening on friday so he's like essentially we're like open for like 20 out of 24 hours or something like that like it's just like they miss a couple hours but they're like we've never done that before that's crazy this and the other thing and um on a side note somebody mentioned that um the total domestic gross for the weekend when infinity war came out was 300 million so if it, it is possible, although you know uh, uh, it's a tall order, that if Avengers just completely dominates, which it obviously is going to, but if it dominates everything in the theaters that weekend, like <laughs> absolutely takes up every showing, it could feasibly do it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, when that movie comes out, it seems like what else are people going to see? I don't, I don't even know like what you would even like consider seeing if it wasn't that. Uh... So, but yeah, that's that's Endgame, and um, real quick, you mentioned you would watch Shield, Mike. The season six uh, premiere date has been confirmed for May, so uh, obviously, like you were mentioning, that's probably yeah. going to take place. <laughs> I'll after. be right on time. <laughs> yeah, after, so it gives you time. Um, oh, the other uh, Endgame thing here is kind of funny is that like Tom Holland wasn't, mm-hmm. um, he couldn't have the Avengers Endgame script. 
in fear of him. <laughs> uh, yeah, fear of him uh, spoiling something. So he probably was able to read his sections, but like not get the full picture, just in case. Yeah. Uh, spoilers are going to be rampant. Like, I, I think that it's going to be hard not to get spoiled if you don't see it in the first week. Yeah, it's um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's yeah. going to be. I I can't even imagine. Like I'm even like I'm trying to avoid anything. Um, just like oh, I'm going to wear headphones directly until the movie starts. Just like don't talk to me. Like not even go on my phone. Like just total. Yeah, just listen to music. Man. You know. Uh, yeah. Kind of get that. Uh, you know, what was that um kind of background sound stuff going on? Yeah. Just kind of blacks right. everything out. Yes. Yes. What is that? ASM or something? ASMR. Yeah. yeah ASMR. And it's funny because the last time something like this happened, I remember it was Harry Potter when the one book came out where Snake kills Dumbledore. And, like, mm. you could not escape it. Like, every forum I went to, like, um, even, like, I was playing World of Warcraft, people would just spam it in, like, all chat. Or well, even with, like, like Han Solo yeah. in The Force Awakens. I mean, yeah. that too. That one got me on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Still not as bad as typing in, how does Dom... <laughs> <laughs> and then autofill... <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, but um, the, the, obviously this uh, Fandango has already announced this has broken the uh, first day pre-sales record uh, in within six hours. It was already broken, uh, and this is with all the problems too. Yeah. Uh, so it's pretty impressive end game. Again, biggest event that I can think of in you know in ever, forever like a, a movie event. This is this is what people are going to look back on for a very long time yeah uh moving on to the smaller screen here we well not smaller screen but moving on to something else here we have um ghostbusters directors announced the cast of the new uh 2020 movie that's gonna be coming uh, it's got kids in it <laughs> i don't know these kids really except uh, it looks like it's got the um the kid from stranger things because he's basically the face of the youth that you know anytime there's a movie about kids it seems like uh <laughs> that guy's in it finn uh wolfhard yep mm-hmm. so, and then apparently um, the other one is uh young captain marvel ah okay gotcha she was the one that was like driving the, the go-kart or something i don't know i didn't see the movie but it just says well, on the trailers <laughs> i'm playing baseball and stuff <laughs> okay cool so i mean that's cool i I don't know. It's Ghostbusters is a wait and see for me. So, wait. So this is a um, a reboot or it's called it's Ghostbusters oh. three, and I think it's supposed to be a sequel to Ghostbusters two, and kind of. But like treat... thirty five year later sequel, or right? Something. <laughs> and also treat Ghostbusters from two years or three years ago, whenever that one came out. No, I think they're just sort of throwing that one away. Right. Okay. Right, that one's kind of like I don't care too much for Ghostbusters, period, so I'm not really Mm -hmm. chomping at the bit to see this one. Yeah, no, I can understand that. It's, uh, like I said, it's a wait and see for me as well. Um, Something I was really excited about and uh, they announced just uh, recently was that Netflix has renewed the Umbrella Academy for season two. I really Mm -hmm. enjoyed that show. I think they did a fantastic job adapting it to the, you know, television and changing it to make it fit and work in a more um, theatrical setting instead of a comic book panel by panel thing. And they made changes that work for the better, whereas a lot of times they make changes for the worse. Uh, this was for the better. 
And I'm excited to see what they do in season two. Have you guys seen any of that yet? No. Nope. I no. need to. I yeah, I, I'd to. say I think you would like it for the most part. I mean, there are some things I'm curious to find out if you would um, enjoy or not, but I'll leave you to discover those on your own. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, the DC Universe brings full comic catalog to the subscribers, which is nice. It's yeah. about time. Yeah, it's like that should have been there <laughs> from the beginning. Lots of people thought it was, yeah, going to be there at the beginning. It's getting closer to me actually trying to watch that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I it's know. definitely there's definitely value there if you're a fan of the comic books and of that um, of the DC universe in general. And there's I just stuff don't there for watch you. stuff enough right now to justify getting another streaming thing yeah, like but that. That's the thing is like, <laughs> and I'm I'm curious. We're gonna have a conversation about um, different game platforms i think later on but uh like all these different services is it gonna is it too much like do we is it like we have hulu we have netflix we're gonna get disney plus we're gonna get we have this dz streaming service uh there's just so many of them out there uh is it is it really is it is getting it to be too inconvenient for people do you think that's for some people, I would say. I mean, we talked about this a little bit before, how I pictured all of them pretty much becoming the cable of the future with, you know, mm-hmm. they're all their own channel, pretty much. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, the difference, though, is you can piecemeal what you want. Yeah, well, and that, that's what it boils down to for me personally. Like, um, you know, I only subscribe to Netflix year-round and Amazon Prime, but, but I get other perks with that membership, so it's right. kind of, like, bundled in. Um, so, I mean, that's what, like two, two, 200 something. I mean, I, I don't have cable at all. So, mm-hmm. uh, for me, that's kind of reasonable for an entire year of service. But, you know, the thing about these other, um, you know, ancillary ones is like, you can just get it when you want slash need slash have time for it. Like, um, you know, if I absolutely wanted to watch something, who I would sign up for a month just to watch it. I mean, I don't see it as something I need year-round all the time i need like you know the membership same thing with dc like once the once uh young justice is done i'll subscribe for a month i'll, yeah. I'll support that you know but you know it's, <laughs> i'm not gonna support it for three months or however long they're taking to to do it because it's like eh, you know you, the rest of the content just isn't there for me it just know? feels like if i when i do that there'll be a lot of pressure to watch a lot of things at a pace that i don't really do too often <laughs> yeah but we'll see all right, uh, so that's the news. Uh, let's get into our topic, which is our favorite Marvel movies from the cinematic universe. Um, and we will kick it. Well, Jim's not here. He did give us his list, though. So she was okay. going to say his. Are we going <laughs> to? Because we're going to go like one at a time, so we don't reveal the good ones too soon. So I, I suppose, guess we should. Yeah. I just mean, I, I can we'll start stick off his with, on there. Yeah, we'll start off with. Is I suppose real quick. Just we'll do um, his number five. Uh, his number five is Avengers, the original. Okay. Yep. So um, that anyone anyone else have that as five or no? that is also my number five. All right, so go for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think Avengers at the time again. This that was like a tentpole, like a movie event. Like they they did it. They did mm-hmm. this, and it, it was amazing. Uh, and obviously, we talked about in our 
prior podcast, one of my favorite characters in the series in the in this universe is Loki, and uh, he was a fantastic villain in Thor, and he was he was great as the villain in Avengers, and really made it you know obviously with the um, what were they called the Shatari Shatari, thank you <laughs> the Shatari like they made they made it a menacing villain that needed to bring these characters together and made sense for them to be together uh, to fight this you know evil that was you know taking trying to take over the world essentially and it worked it like they brought the characters they we've got to learn about them in the movies prior to it and then got to see them together and have them interact with each other and everything you would have hoped for we got to see on the screen in a big uh, comic book event so um yeah that was my number five and that was jim's number five as well uh mike what was your number five Uh, my number five was guardians of the galaxy the first one I'm sure that's all over other people's lists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and for me, though, it, this was before uh, we had the new Star Wars movies. And I remember thinking, it's like, oh, Disney can do the Star Wars. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, I felt more confident about Star Wars after having seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Because uh, I just, it just came out. You know, kind of like a fun Star Wars, more a little more comedic, but still like a fun Star Wars-like adventure in space. And you know, again, Chris Pratt is a uh, was on my favorite character list with the uh, Star Lord and stuff. And it was just original. It had no no way to know that that movie would work that well because it just it sounds so ridiculous. But it was a big surprise and was funny and fun. It was a good movie. <laughs> so it's yeah. mm-hmm. my number five. Uh, Tony. <clears throat> Uh, mine was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, actually. Nice. Um, they're both wonderful movies. Um, unfortunately, one didn't didn't make my top five, uh, and I gave the nod slightly to, to Volume Two, um, just because uh, you know this is one of those things where I think the fu- the first one overall is more fun and rewatchable because it's just mostly lighthearted jokes and all that stuff. But um, I really appreciated what the second one did. And I know maybe it's not too popular, but I really liked um, a lot of the uh, emotional beats with uh, several of the character arcs, uh, you know, and if you want to go back and listen to our spoiler cast, um, you know, the arcs with uh, Peter and even Drax and mm-hmm. uh, Gamora Nebula and stuff like that. Like, there's just a lot of uh, things, especially with um, Yondu, you know, too. It's like there's a lot of stuff. It's like it's on the superficial level, you're like, yeah, these guys are just all assholes and stuff like that. But on the deeper level, if you you know peel away that outer layer it's like oh wow there's there's a lot to work with here and i um really just appreciated what the the message of that movie was and you know the theme of uh you know family and and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so uh volume two yeah i just to kind of piggyback on that it's not uh, my number four or anything but uh the initially i didn't like it as much uh, and especially the opening sequence i was like oh are, we, are you kidding me <laughs> i this, this that's not what <laughs> i wanted from Groot. uh but um going back and rewatching it a few times and like we talked about this a little bit on podcasts and everything it's like and being a father now as well it's like it really hits home and really hits some of these like um you know relatable points of fatherhood and having a son and also being a son you know obviously we all are sons to someone <laughs> and, uh so there's a, there a lot there to relate to and the, like you were saying there's a lot of layers that you know for me the first what, first viewing i was more like just where's the action let me see like all these cool specs and everything i wasn't really reading into it too much but then once i got to kind of peel that layer away it was really nice to see that movie um you know show what it was really about and some of the things that uh you know 
with the father son aspect of it was really nice mm-hmm. so yeah i totally agree that is definitely deserving all right so uh jim's number four was guardians of the galaxy yeah the first one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, for me the, for me i'll say for that one there's just novelty of it all mm-hmm. just sort of no, brings I it up a little bit higher agree. to me there, there, there's definitely a lot of great um watchability there and i know jim's mm-hmm. favorite thing is, is yep. watchability and things like that and uh so um yeah it's, it's a lot of fun it's a, it's a very fun film my number four is spider-man homecoming Ooh, wow okay uh spider-man homecoming was definitely what we all hoped spider-man would be and i've talked about it before spider-man obviously this is the spider-man i wanted to see this is like the, the one high school dealing with is the pressures of mm-hmm. having a you know, crush, having homework, and having a overbearing aunt in the way, and then, um, you know, having to be wanting to be a superhero and getting to tangle with these, uh, you know, big players like Iron Man and, and the Avengers. So uh, seeing that was everything I wanted from the new Spider-Man stuff because we got to see a different side. This is what I wanted to see in Spider-Man films. So uh, excited that they're going to continue that and uh, excited to see him and all the other stuff that he's been doing. So that's Spider-Man Homecoming number four for me. Mike? Uh, my number four is the first Avengers. All right. <laughs> so we yep, talked. Same here. Yep. yep. Okay. Again, like it, when you go back and rewatch it, it does seem a little dated and generic at this point. <laughs> but at the time, it was amazing that it worked at all. I was, uh, It was just surprising. And again, everything was like, this is the first time you see all these characters coming together and just... The fact that it happened and it worked, and you had that fun little fight scene between uh, Thor, Iron Man, and uh, Captain. Captain America. Yeah. Like, that was like, all right, this is pretty cool. Even though it was a silly reason for the fight, it was still fun. And yeah. uh, so uh, that was just, it sort of validated that this whole concept could actually work. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and it has been since then. So, uh, Avengers 4, I'm fourth on my list i mean yeah we're gonna see avengers 4 shortly avengers 4 coming soon <laughs> yeah yeah tony what do you have to say yeah yeah no for me um you know it was one of the things where uh way back when when you know marvel's like hey you know what we're gonna do it on our own you know we're gonna go on without x-men we're gonna go on without spider-man and uh try to cobble this uh cinematic universe out of a inside a cave out of, with a box of scraps literally <laughs> you know and figuratively um, you know, starting with, uh, you know, the Hulk, but then the Iron Man was really launched it. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate Iron Man as like a arcade character in like one of the Avengers games that I played in youth mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'd seen the cartoon show. I was like, all right, you know, that's cool. Like Robert Downey Jr. Side made the character, character or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, these are like B and C listers. Um, so I was like interested. And then, you know, you saw the rest of the phase one movies and you know, I think they're all, you know, solid, solid uh, movies uh in these franchises I was like okay this works um but it's still kind of like will it work when it all comes together and then you know we'll see we'll say what we can about joss Whedon, but he nailed it with that first one like mm-hmm. uh, definitely you know like mike had mentioned dated if you go back and, and watch it now but you know for what 2012 i think is I when think it came that, out i think that was about yeah. the time yeah 2012 i mean when you saw that in the theaters it was like holy shit like there's you know, again, like Mike said, like the great character moments with like the 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 three of them meeting and kind of like you know clashing with each other and then just you know them bouncing off of each other. I mean, even almost immediately you had that tension between Captain America and Iron Man, right? Uh, mm-hmm. With you know that, 
Uh, and then, you know, Corey, like you had mentioned, Loki's such a great villain because, you know, the audience is or mostly, you know, if you had seen the movies, um, knowledge, you know, had knowledge of him uh, if they had watched the Thor movie. That was great that we could just jump in and kind of like get into all of it without having to be like, oh, this is Loki. He's blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, get an origin for him and everything. Right. And uh, it just worked. And, you know, just, um, you know, even that final battle sequence in, in New York City was still you know fun to watch these days just like uh, all the stuff that's going on and, and everything so yeah uh avengers one just really good cool yeah um let's go on to jim's number three his number three is spider-man homecoming so uh i'm sure he, he he's definitely going to talk about it a little bit later uh in the next week when he's back on but uh, i know it's interesting because he didn't like this spider-man so um <laughs> But he he does he's come around and he uh, does well, agree uh, this is the best Spider Man. Yeah, and Spider Man is his favorite character, pretty much, mm-hmm. aside from maybe Magneto. Right, I don't know. Well, I don't hero. know where they rank. Fair. He like I don't, know, I don't know where they rank to, compared to each other. I guess he differentiates, but yeah, it, he's gonna get extra Spider Man points no matter what. So <laughs> sure, definitely. Uh, my number three is the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the first one. Now the reason I didn't put the second one on is because of Jim's whole watchability thing. I enjoy watching, like I want to have a good time, like popcorn film, just like enjoy myself. It's Gardens of the Galaxy. I will watch that one over and over again. doesn't matter. Uh, two for me is a little too heavy. I think it's mm-hmm. um, yeah. like we mentioned before, uh, you can watch it for that popcorn fun stuff, but it doesn't fit as well. If you're watching it for that, it, does, it doesn't play out that way. I mean, you got, you know, the whole baseball throwing things in the second one with the dad. And it's like, uh, this is, I'm not watching this for like the feels. I want to see some like fun shooting and space uh, cowboys is, and stuff. So um, for me, there was too much of a disconnect between those things and all the comedy that surrounded it for that movie. That's why I it's not on my list too. Like, and so for me, the like guardians one, I, I just, I feel like that's just a more fun film to watch. You can turn your brain off. The second one definitely is a great film. Obviously we talked about it and I, have much more of appreciation for it now, but uh, for fun and watchability factor, uh, Guardians, the first one is my number three, and it will uh, take over the spot of number two. What about you, Mike? What's your number three? My number three is Winter Soldier. Nice. Winter Soldier. Um, so, I yeah. Uh, just Winter Captain Soldier America. Not Captain America, Winter Soldier. <laughs> yes. Captain America of the core four is my favorite character of them all. And this is the only sort of, I guess, technically solo uh, movie sort of on here uh, because his movies are kind of get hijacked a little later on. But um, so it was just, this was a big turn to reveal when it actually connected the most to agents of shield, which I was following more. And the movies really because you watch a series like that so it was real interesting to see how that affected everything and it was a fun little like spy thriller some great action for captain america here and uh you know and then it went into you know his character a bit more like i i sort of dislike when these movies like don't really delve into like their like main character too much as far as like what they believe in or what makes them special or extraordinary but this one did that in a good way it made it just showed how loyal he was to the ideals not necessarily like the flag behind them Mm -hmm. so 
Uh, and it was so it was a great movie and sort of like a smarter spy thriller type thing than yep. we normally got mm-hmm. in the in these types of movies. So the only th- reason why it's not higher is the other two movies before farther up are a little more exciting to me. This one lulled a little bit here and there to me, but mm-hmm. it's still a great movie. Yeah. Great. Tony, number three. Uh, yeah, number three. Yep, my number three is going to be Civil War, um, and just like Mike had said, um, in if you go back and listen to last week's podcast where we talk about our favorite characters, um, you know, to me of the core original Avengers team, you know, Captain America to me was always like really hokey, just kind of like, yeah, I get it, he's World War II propaganda, blah 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 blah. Um, can't really hate on the guy, but it's kind of like really hokey, but. Um, just they made it work in the marvel cinematic universe um and i think winter soldier uh you know first kicked up but then civil war just just took it to the next level where uh, you could start to see again like the the characters growth from where he started in, in captain america first avenger and avengers one to you know where he is in civil war and it's completely on the opposite side now where like he you know is very suspicious and uh doesn't fully trust any large organization with um you know power and you know hidden agendas and stuff like that um and the way that this movie balanced it because i mean we we had joked about it that this was really avengers 2.5 with you know (laughs) all the characters that were in it and um well you know i i still agree with that like it is kind of avengers 2.5 um they they didn't stray too far away from the story of you know this is still a captain america story and it was about him uh you know saving bucky uh and just trying to maintain to that relationship of his, his old past. Um, and just, you know, all the other things that happened in that movie. Um, yeah, I actually rewatched it, um, last week at some point, just, I was flipping through the, some of the sequences and, uh, it really gets you that end sequence where, you know, uh, he's fighting with, uh, Tony obviously. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, and our, you know, Tony has not beat and he's about to, you know, go past, uh, Steve, the finish off buck. And he's like, he's my friend. And then, you know, Tony just goes, so was I and something like that. And yeah. just like, shit, like, ah, it's like, damn, those feels again and stuff like that. And then, you know, when Cap does get the upper hand, you know, he's just like, uh, disables Tony's suit and starts walking away with Bucky. And, you know, Tony just yells at him like, you know, you don't deserve that shield. That was my dad's thing. And he's just like, oh man, like they won, they saved the day, but like, you know, it still but, cost them. But everybody you know. loses in a way. But, yeah. Right. Exactly. Everybody loses. And, uh, especially roadie and stuff like that with, you know, uh, being paralyzed and stuff like that. So civil war just, um, it was really cool concept in the comics, uh, a bit more spectacle cause obviously they had hundreds mm-hmm. of characters to work with, but, uh, I think, uh, Marvel cinematic universe did a really well, they good definitely, job. They, yeah, they definitely, um, were able to build up to this point as well, where like some mm-hmm. other comic book franchises kind of just try to throw things at you and put everybody in it. This was like, we had this coming and we we're waiting for it and we knew, that it was going to be something uh, special because of the characters and their backgrounds and the history we have with them already. Whereas, you know, if it just came out like, hey, here's a Civil War movie. We don't know any of these characters. It would have been weird. (laughs) Yep, exactly. All right. um, Let's go to Jim's number number two. His number two is the original Iron Man. Ooh, wow. Um, this is his, I think, reason behind this one is because whenever we talk about movies, he always goes to this one <laughs> as his watch the watchability. <laughs> so um, I think that's really what it comes down to is his number two because of that. <laughs> this is his, like, his bar that he uh, uses to uh, you know, yeah. gauge the watchability of films. 
Mm-hmm. That's his number two. Uh, my number two is Infinity War. Uh, okay. I kind of had an argument with Jim about this online. Yeah. <laughs> I I sort of side with him. I feel like it's a very long advertisement for this next movie that's coming out. I, mean, I feel like <laughs> Thanos did nothing wrong. This is movie, and he won at the end. So it's like it's like a I'm film. right with you, Corey. This is my number two as well. So I'll okay, talk about it cool. You, yeah, it's. Um, I mean, it doesn't good. make my list. That's fine. It didn't make that's Jim's fair. either. Uh, spoiler alert, I guess. Um, yeah, no, Infinity War. Uh, talk about spectacle and. Uh, a, 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 cl- a culmination of the films like you're getting everybody we've seen before in this movie and you're getting character arcs for them and things that you didn't even expect to happen like like and um it's all in this movie here and then you get this villain on top of it all that we've kind of been teased about for the past you know five six years and it's like he is every bit as menacing and threatening as uh, he was led up to be to be believed, and just getting all that and having it come out and being able to you know see with my own eyes is like mind blowing. And uh, it was everything I wanted it to be for an ensemble film the way it is, and the way it ends it leads it obviously is a lead up into another film. But if it if there was no other film after this, like this movie is still like fantastic film on its own, and unfortunately. Uh, the character that you're, you know, supposed to be rooting against, wins in the end and gets everything he ever wanted. Um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's that that's a bad ending. I think this ending is masterful in a way, and uh, the way that it just like tears your heart out if you're fans of certain characters. It's just it's really well done, and uh, there was like really no wasted space in this movie. I felt mm-hmm. like. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm totally there with you. I mean, for such a long movie, I mean, this is two hours and forty something minutes, I think, or, or something along those lines. Um, I mean, it's a hefty movie, and uh, like you said, Corey, it, it it it's all the spectacle that you want. You know, it has the big budget. Um, some of these other movies, you know, um, the, the fight scenes kind of get a little weird, or the CGI suffers a little bit, um, just because you know there's only so, so much budget. But for Infinity War, they obviously went <clears throat> all out with everything like that. Um, so you just have, you know, the best CGI out of all the movies and you have all the characters, like literally all the characters, mm-hmm. what, like the exception of Ant-Man and, and Hawkeye, really, <laughs> yeah. um, in this movie. And, you know, we talk about how Avengers won. It's like, man, that was such a challenge to juggle all those. But Infinity War, I mean, in my opinion, that was even a, a bigger challenge because it's like, what, like 12, 12 plus characters at the very least. Um, yeah. You know, and, and they, like you said, a, a lot of them get meaningful arcs, um, you know peter with uh gamora like i was not expecting that going into this movie like mm-hmm. i was just like holy shit like damn that's really deep and just like the, the the how they pay attention to these characters because you know gamora is like yeah i need you to swear to me that you'll kill me and he's like all right and she insists she's like swear to me on your mother and it's like oh shit like that that is peter's one weakness is like you know his you know because um his mother died when uh, he was a child. It's like that's that's meaningful, uh, and you know when he does it later on, and you know obviously Thanos uses the reality jump to <laughs> make it so it shoots out bubbles. But you know you have something like that, or you know you have Thor coming to terms with like pretty much how he <laughs> fucked up his entire people. Like his his people are de- completely decimated, uh, and you know all his loved ones are, are are dead. His 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 father, his sister, his brother, uh, his best friend, his people. Like they're all they're all gone. Um, you know, stuff like that. Everything with even, like, Vision and, and Wanda. I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't think it got enough 
attention or, or recognition, but like, you know, Wanda killing Vision was was so ridiculous. And but then, then having Thanos, to watch just, it happen yeah, again. Watch, watch Thanos revive him and only to kill him again. Like, how horrible would that, you know, must that feel? Like, you have the guilt of killing the, the person that you love, only to, you know, have the relief of seeing them brought back to life and then just a moment later killed again, uh, you know, by Thanos. It's just like, to me, that's like, holy shit, like, you know, when she passed away, like, turned, got dusted or whatever. It's just like, she's probably like, yeah, like, you know. I'm more like, yeah, it seemed like she was more, like, off, like, throat over leaf kind of thing instead of, like, yeah. the, the dread. Yeah, the agony and stuff like that. But, you know, those are just some examples. And, like you said, there's not that much wasted space. I think the only scenes that drag for me on a rewatch are, like, maybe when um, Gamora's with... Um, uh, Thanos, mm-hmm. yeah, the, on um, the planet getting the, the one uh, soul stone, yeah, uh, soul stone mm-hmm. maybe that, but I mean, everything else is just kind of like transitions nope. from one thing to the next. And uh, just the, the last third, I mean, it's so <laughs> epic. It is so epic. Yeah. Like, uh, just having Captain America and Black Panther like running ahead of the yeah. back there is like a really great moment for me, too. It's like, yeah, show like show off like how special these characters are. It's like, yeah, it's just yeah, like that I mean, one little moment just shows that how good it, like these heroes are and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I, I really appreciate how like every character, like, you know, got their own moment to shine, uh, mm-hmm. in that last fight. And especially, um, you know, with the, the space crew, uh, fighting Thanos on Titan, that was just pure spectacle. Uh, I mean, I, I've even referenced it before, but like, that was totally like an anime fight. Like yeah. just, just balls of the wall, spectacle, like ridiculous shit, dropping moons, um, you know, again, that just, interaction between Thanos and Iron Man at that moment, it's like, I hope they remember you. It's like such a, it, such it a is. great moment. It is. And I remember, you know, and this is why, like, one of the reasons why I need to watch these things opening night is because, like, the fan reactions are just so, mm-hmm. so great. Because I remember in the theater, like, as soon as Tony got stabbed, I mean, the music cuts out, but, like, you could hear a pin drop in that theater. Like, everybody just, like, let out, like, a, a very, like, inaudible get like mm-hmm. like that kind of thing it's and, like, and that's the other thing the like irl stuff is like uh we know contracts are ending and things like is this is it happening now it's like, yeah. like that kind of played into it as well and they definitely played that up i felt uh masterfully there i was like yeah, oh exactly. shit like this is uh this is could be legitimate here so um, yep yep and especially and then like the last thing with all the characters who who did you know get left behind um having to have that guilt like tony literally has peter uh you know peter parker's dust on his hands and he's just like in disbelief that 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 just happened it's just like damn like so to me this is like the empire strikes back of the the marvel cinematic universe so uh yeah i mean i i can see the point that yeah well it just sets up the the next movie but i mean you can say that about every single star wars movie then so yeah i mean you can say that about any movie terminator 2 is a setup for terminator 3 it's like like they have really (laughs) no it wasn't because terminator 3 was what like a decade i'm just i'm obviously i'm taking a a reference that makes no sense whatsoever you could say that if you wanted to because you can say that when this movie movie was like filmed back to back and i mean so just like Okay, so then Back to the Future 2 is, like, not a movie because it's only part two of three. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, like, what's your number two? <laughs> Civil War. Okay. Excellent. I'm done on that. That's fine. We can go. <laughs> no, what, what, well, do you have anything you want to add to it, Tony? So I, uh, you got, I mean, I just like it because I like the, the story in the comic book. It brings Spider-Man, one of my favorite Marvel characters, into the universe, and it was fun seeing them all fight each other. And uh, yeah, we have know. to mention that like this was Spider-Man's first appearance, and it was awesome. 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, and again, I just like the Civil War storyline. Um, I didn't like, uh, and again, the only issue I have with it is really that the uh, we spent a bunch of time with this boring villain that was unnecessary. But because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I just wanted to see the sort of clash of ideals, although they did make Cap a little more selfish than I would have liked in this one. But it was still just great to see them all come together and fight that way and like you know just have an interesting take on their responsibilities as heroes mm-hmm. in this world so mm-hmm. it was good all right and uh getting on to our number ones jim's number one was the winter soldier captain america okay that's not uh, my number one as well that so. is my number one as well <laughs> oh, damn. it was up there for me but it just it didn't it doesn't have the spectacle of my two and one so all right. So then, um, Tony, why don't you kick it off then? Uh, yeah, just just to add on to, to what Mike said, um, I mean, to me, this is the one that really turned my eyes to how Captain America could be portrayed because, you know, I had read the comics. I had read, you know, Civil War, I think, before Winter Soldier had come out. And, you know, I, I saw even, like, Captain America in the comics. Like, I understood, you know, who he was and, like, why he's likable and stuff like that, but... This is the movie that where I was like, damn, like this took a character that I had no interest in like really caring about. And this movie made me because um, early on, just, uh, you know, with him, because this is post Avengers and he's still kind of dealing with like, you know, uh, adapting to the modern day life. Um, you know, it starts out with him and his interaction with um, uh, Sam, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Because, you know, that whole like on, <laughs> on your left, left. thing, like, don't don't you say, don't you say on your left and like. <laughs> Just that, that, that simple interaction at the beginning where it's like, you know, two two military dudes bonding uh, just over something. And even like he's like, oh, you got to check out whatever. He's like, oh, Internet. So great. Like just, you know, mm-hmm. very useful. Like it's like, all right, that's fine. But then, you know, I think the next scene, it's him um, visiting uh, Peggy in, right. you know, the hospital. And, uh, you know, she's pouring his heart out to him and he's saying like, oh, you're still my best gal and stuff like that. Only to how she has like, you know, uh, dementia or something like that. And it's just like. Damn, like, could this, like, how could, this, you know, how could his life get even shittier? Like, you know, this is the one, of, you know, uh, the one person that he still has from his old days, and you know, she's, you know, on on her own last legs and stuff like that. Um, but you know, finding out what happens uh, with Nick Fury, and then you know, obviously the Winter Soldier and Bucky, just it's such a great movie, and it just makes it, even uh, Winter Soldier as a villain was so at that time a, a nipped feeling because he was like this you know, trained assassin that was so deadly and precise. And like, no matter what he did, he always was accomplishing his goals, even if it wasn't so subtle, like, um, you know, throwing that one guy out of the car and, and killing him mm-hmm. while still trying to kill, you know, Captain and, and uh, Black Widow and stuff like that. So just the way they made uh, that feel and then bringing it all together with like the reveal that like, oh, Hydra had infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. It was like, what? Like, yeah. that was a plot twist I had not seen coming. And like, holy shit, like, that's one of those things where it's like you say like under your breath like holy shit like you know that's like damn and then the, the whole tying into um, Agents of Shield was was so awesome and that that really flipped that show around for me uh, and that was the beginning of that but um, yeah and, and all again like Mike said and I think we'd referenced before like this was like a spy type movie where it's just like you can't trust anybody and like even like with Black Widow it's like can can Steve really trust her? Like, who knows? The shit's her whole thing is like getting people to trust her. So that way she can get, gather information. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, and then, um, you just, even like the last moments of the movie where, it, you know, him and 
Bucky are fighting and Bucky's still, you know, uh, brainwashed and uh, he saves him. But then, you know, he gets the upper hand. And he's like, you know, you know, I have to kill you. My mission. He's like, do it. You know, I'm with you to the end of the line. Just repeating the words mm. that he had said to him, you know, just like, damn, like gets you in the feels. And then, you know, him, them both crashing into the water and uh, Steve being saved by uh, Bucky before disappearing. And just great movie. Great. Yeah. Great movie. No, I, I, Totally agree. Obviously, a lot of things to echo there. But um, Winter Soldier, that villain, really was menacing and like a mo- like a movie monster, a villain in mm-hmm. a way. And uh, he had like that scene with him on the streets shooting and like Black Widow running from him. That was just like an amazing sequence, uh, which reminded me of like Terminator movies, which mm-hmm. just like awesome villain. Like, he was in my favorite characters because of this movie, essentially. Uh, and this also, this movie also, like, we've talked about Captain America and how cool they made him, but this movie really elevated Black Widow as well and made her a character oh, yeah. worth mm-hmm. watching and wanting to see more of, in my opinion, because um, before that, really, she wasn't that much of a um, character, I would say. Mm-hmm. So uh, there. this one, like, really elevated her as a character. Nick Fury was awesome in this. <laughs> uh, her and Him and Black Widow's sequence at the end with Robert Redford was really cool. And um, just that elevator scene. I mean, <laughs> still probably one of my favorite scenes oh, in the yeah. movie. Yep, definitely. <laughs> so, Before we begin, does anybody <laughs> want to get off? So like, shit, like, all right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, number one for me, number one for Jim, number one for Tony. Mike, I have a certain spider, perhaps, is number yep. one? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Spider- Spider-Man Homecoming is my number one. It was uh, really, of all these, this was maybe my only pleasant surprise. Like I, Most of these movies are kind of what I expected, but this one was quite a bit better than I expected. Um, because, again, it's not the time period of Peter Parker's life that I really love. But the way the story unfolded, the the attention to like the, the other parts that like still make him Spider-Man, that you know he's still... He has his catchphrases. He has a self-doubt. He, uh, but he's he's got the whole power responsibility thing, even if he's afraid to say it now because of some reason. Um, <laughs> it's uh, so. It, but you know, Spider-Man again is my second favorite Marvel character. So he finally gets introduced to this world in a meaningful way, and uh, this can't be not my number one movie then. Because it and the movie was good too, and the the twist I should have seen coming with the great. <laughs> gotcha. The good is a good villain. I really like how they. Yeah, um, he was. A, he's probably the, the, he's, the vulture. The vulture. The vulture is probably my favorite MCU villain too. That mm. that that I've seen in the movie so far. Um, I think Thanos. They went a little too far with trying to make him seem like nice and like logical, even though mm-hmm. logically he could just double the resources in the world with his infinite power powers rather than just kill everyone. But. <laughs> I, I just thought we spent too much time trying to be like, oh, Thanos is your buddy in that movie. So I didn't like him as much as other people did. But uh, to me, uh, the, the Vulture, you understand where he's coming from, but you're still like afraid of him. And you get that connection to the hero that I like in my villains the most, where you have this this connection that you perhaps don't see on the surface. And then you understand later on that it's there in spades. And it's just it, – there was a real cool turn of events and uh, – it was just fun to see Spider-Man in this world. So, yeah, that's my number one. Mm-hmm. Nice. All, All right. right. So that is our top five. I tallied them up if you want me to go through them. Oh, I, I did them as well. But oh, you, you did? Well, what do you got? Because I might have miscalculated. 
Okay, uh, so according to our point system, and uh, again, to go over it briefly, um, fifth place gets one point, uh, fourth place gets two points, third place gets three points, second place gets four points, and first place gets five points. So going by that, uh, at number five, it's a tie between uh, Avengers 1 mm-hmm. and Guard of the Galaxy 1. Right. At number four, we have Civil War. At number three, we have Avengers Affinity War. Uh, number two, we have Spider-Man: Homecoming, and number one, we have Captain America: Winter Soldier. Very cool. So, what are we going to do about five? <laughs> it's a tie. It's a tie, or should we discuss Guardians versus Avengers? I think uh, Avengers yeah, a... made it on all of our lists. Yeah, Avengers made all of our lists. Okay. Uh, Guardians did not. But yeah. so... I mean, I, I, I'm okay with the thing. It's just a tie. I mean. It's... <laughs> Well, I could honestly flip and, and put Guardians 1 on my list, you know, depending on the day. I would but. put Avengers because everybody's – it was on all of our lists yeah. where it wasn't on all of the other lists. That's the only reason. Like, I have it as three for me, but again, Avengers, and, yeah. Avengers was on all of them. So um, what uh, So what was the order one more time? Uh, number five is a tie between Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Number four, Civil War. Number three, Infinity War. Uh, number two, Spider-Man: Homecoming, and number one, Winter Soldier. All right, so there you have it. Our top five Marvel movies. Uh, we have more Marvel stuff coming out uh, next few weeks. We'll be discussing uh, in the lead up to the movie, and um, you know, obviously, we've got the game casts. We'll be talking about some uh, Paxi stuff. So check that out. If you haven't already, and definitely check out last week, we had our top five favorite Marvel characters from the movies. So, with that, I bid you do, and excelsior.